What's up? What's up? It's your boy, Creative Ambition. How's everybody doing today? Um, Before I get into it, I just got to show some gratitude. I thank everybody who listens, who shares the podcast. And hopefully today, words of wisdom, um, I will share some things that you've probably heard before, but I will share some things just through personal experience today that um, will help you or help somebody else. And so today, you know, throughout this week, um, I've been talking to different people just at random family members, house, friends, houses. Um, I was on a movie set this week. I got to talk to a couple of individuals and, you know, this week just had me thinking about, um, the importance of emotional health. Ah, oh, man. I think we can all say that we at least, if it's not us, it's someone in our family that's really dealing with things from an emotional standpoint that has them stuck to where they they're having the hardest time moving forward in life. They can't seem to figure out why they're so angry. They can't seem to figure out why so much guilt or shame. It's um, the victim's mentality mentality. And I'm not saying that what happened to you as a child does not matter. You know, um, just having a conversation with one individual, this person was telling me how, you know, the things that happened to them as a, as a child or words being spoken to them has, has hindered their growth in such a way it causes like panic attacks or anxiety. And anxiety is nothing but fear. Uh, some form of fear, right? And it sucks because whatever they're stressing about that's causing these panic attacks, for one, it's not healthy because it attacks your own body. But number two, it, it's it's damaging, I mean, to, to your just spiritual growth, natural growth, and physical growth all night. You know, when I was a kid, um, I was called all kinds of names. I was called four eyes because I wear glasses or contacts. Um, I was called, uh, you know, you tall and skinny, fiber, bony, skinny, whatever. And it's crazy because I've always had muscle. I've just been tall. You know, I'm I'm the one of the tallest in my family at six, five. And for a long time, you know, being called dummies and whatever else. And for a long time, I let that bother me. You know, even though I know I'm probably one of the most optimistic people out there. uh, And many of you who know me personally know that I'm a very optimistic person. But for a while, you know, I dealt with image issues. You know, I made sure I worked out, made sure I ate a little bit more. Uh, My metabolism was just ridiculous. Right. But I think about this emotional health thing and how it is, I mean, crippling people. Because it's hard for them to let go of those soul ties. Because that's that's basically what it is. It's, it's something that's tied to your soul. Uh, a stronghold that refused to let you go. Until you start renouncing some things. Until you start saying, you know what? This is not who I am. I am no longer a victim. You know, a victim has has a certain mentality. And, and I can't say I didn't have it at one point. It's like, it's not everything is not fair. You know, it's not fair that they talk about me. It's not fair 
that I look this way. It's not fear. You know, all these different things until I really understood the true value of who I am. And uh, I think it's very important that we start getting to a place where we need to learn how to nurture our emotional health. You know, some of us um, grew up in, in very abusive atmospheres. The dad or the mother was abusive, not only physically, but verbally. Um, it's, you know, or whoever the guardian was, was very abusive in some way, form or fashion, whatever that child thought abuse was. Right. And I think it was just a cycle. Um, a lot of times, and, and I'm not condoning it, but a lot of times our parents and our guardians repeat what was done to them. And even though they hated it, it was so ingrained in them. You know what I mean? So, so check it out. Um, I might've shared this story before, but I remember my son a long time ago, my son, he'll be uh, 15 soon. <clears throat> and so long time ago, um, he, uh, I think he was probably about five, maybe. And, uh, we was at my sister's house and we was playing, we having a game night. Right. And so as we having this game night, uh, I see my son moping on the couch. And I remember saying to him, uh, Junior, what's up? What's going on? Why so sad that he say, you know, I was just thinking and I'm like, man, this kid over here in heavy thought, like what the heck? And I remember he said to me, I said, what are you thinking about, son? He says, I'm thinking the last time you whooped us now. Now, mind you, um, I had already stopped whooping my kids like, I don't know probably about a good eight or nine months. Um, what I realized, and I'll go back to my story. What I realized was I used to watch my kids like I whooped their butts and it would hurt me to the core. Um, when I used to cuss and whatnot and I never, you know, just cussing at kids period is to me is wrong. But, uh, I was like, you know, go sit your a down or, or this, that, and the other. I would never call them names, but just cussing in their direction was bad. Right. And I remember my son just saying to me, like, uh, I had made a mental decision because I used to watch their facial expressions. I used to watch how they interacted with me after a whooping and and all those different things. And I realized for my kids anyway, because everybody's kids are different. I didn't have to whoop them. I can just talk to them and not even threatening. I mean, literally, like I'm talking to you guys right now. I would just talk to my kids. And so I talked to my son and uh, has made that decision. You know what? No, no more. Don't push dad in, in a position where I have to make that decision. It should never be like that. We should always have be able to sit down and talk. And so I, I, I literally kind of made this agreement with my kids. You know what I mean? And so fast forward back to the story. I'm looking at my son and he's just look like like the worst thing ever happened to him, like just that second. But he was deep in thought. And uh, I said, son, but that was almost a year ago. You know, that was a very, very long time ago. He said, yeah, I know. I was just thinking about it. And my son has always been this heavy thinker. And so. What that showed me right then and there was emotional distress, trauma, whatever that looks like to you can stay around for a very, very long time. You know, I was having a um, I was having a church. Uh, I was I was at church 
And I was having a conversation uh, with uh, some of my church friends. I think we was in a small group, like a support group kind of deal just for, you know, Bible studies and whatever else. And I remember sharing with them and I'm pretty transparent guy. I was sharing with them how uh, I had been carrying around something that I didn't know I was carrying around as far as when it comes to um, a new level of forgiveness. So say you forgive somebody. Um, true forgiveness is really just loving on a person, even though you had an odd or something against them. You know, it, it doesn't mean that you have to continue to um, they, they have to be you, you guys have to be the best of friends. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that true forgiveness says, you know what, no matter what you did in the past, it shall not hinder anything I got going on now or in the future. And so I was having this conversation uh, with the church folk and uh, I had shared with them. It was just heavy on my heart about a month ago, just randomly, wasn't even thinking about it. Me and my 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 biological father don't have that good of a relationship. Right. And I, you know, I went through a series where I was like, I forgive him. Like, it's no biggie whether he's around or not. But it was heavy on my heart. I had already forgiven this man. Um, And I realized the reason why it was easier for me to forgive him was an empty bottle can't pour into an empty bottle. There are certain things that that happened to him or didn't happen to him that didn't allow him to pour into his children. Right. So uh, I forgave him. I forgave him for not being around, whatever our situation was, I forgave him. But I must have didn't, I still was carrying around something because it was heavy on my heart that even though I forgave him, I never told him I forgave him. And so I messaged him on Facebook and it just kind of shared my heart about how, you know what, I truly uh, forgive you. I forgive you for not being there. I forgive you for not you know, checking in on me, being around for birthdays. I, I literally forgive you. And it's not for a guilt trip that I'm telling you what I forgive you for is saying that I release you from my conscience of holding anything against you. I thank God that you found God when you did. That's what's a blessing to me. I mean, truly, I'm being not being sarcastic or anything. I'm happier that he found God and God changed his life around. You know what I mean? Because he was he was he was headed down a a very slippery slope, you know, wrong path kind of deal. And so saying this to my church folks, I knew when I gave that to him and he responded the way he did, which was a blessing. He he received it um, well. And so it it was it was a blessing. You know, what I mean, but that was a release that I, I didn't know I needed. And so I share this testimony only to say there are certain things that has happened to us in our past and we're holding on to these things. And even if check this out, even if the people aren't around that hurt you, they have gone on and and they didn't pass away or they're not part of your life anymore. You don't have access to them. It's okay. Releasing them. If you have to just say it, you know, into the atmosphere, like you got to get it to a point where you believe it. And so that nurture of emotional health is so important. You know, I was having a conversation with a person and uh, all these things has happened in our life. Violations from men, um, abuse, um, all these things, man, that just sucks when it comes to, you know, 
hindering somebody from growing, um, attacking a person's value and purpose. It's crazy because emotional help will stop you from doing anything and everything that God has placed in your life to be prosperous. I mean, prosper in health. You know, people eat because they're depressed. People um, take medications and drugs because you know, of their past. And there's always something that triggers them. You know what I mean? And so I think we have to get to a place of nurturing our emotional health because a lot of times, you know, I was listening to Bishop Jakes and he had said something that I thought was very powerful. And, uh, and it, (laughs) somebody else said something similar to me. Um, Bishop Jakes had said, you know, if you don't deal with your emotional health, What happens is, even though you got out of that relationship, you're still in that relationship. What that means is you'll 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 start picking the same people because emotionally you're still in the same state of mind. You'll just pick the same person just with new eyes, a new face, same personality almost until you get to a place you start renewing your mind and, 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 you know, getting a uh, uh, getting to a healthier emotional state, you'll keep picking the same people. You'll keep picking the same jobs. You'll keep spending money the way you spend money because you haven't renewed your mind. And it's hard sometimes. It is really, really hard. I uh, I was talking to uh, when I was growing my hair out at one point, my hairstylist had said something I thought was very, very powerful. She said to me, Um, She knew about my relationship because she knew my ex. And she says, "Um, you know what, Ken, I got to ask you a question. I said, what's up? She says, what is it about you that keeps picking the same person? I couldn't even give her an answer. I was like, my goodness, what? What is it about you that keeps picking the same person? And I had to reevaluate myself. So before I go into another relationship, I work on me. I've been working on me for a long time. And I was like, ooh, we, that's that's deep. So I may ask you, what is it about you that keeps picking the same habits? What is it about you that keeps picking the same habits? Are you doing it because your mother and your father used to do it or they used to say this is how you should do it? Is this uh, are you doing it because you were in that abusive relationship and you don't know how to do it no other way? Are you staying in a relationship that is detrimental to your health, allowing somebody to put their hands on you because the only way that you receive love as a kid is that somebody put their hands on you. I mean, on some real talk, why do you do the things that you do? And sometimes you got to get to that quiet space. You got to get to that quiet space so you can hear what God is telling you about you to, to help you grow. So I think uh, number one, let's let's go through a couple of things that will help you nurture uh, your emotional health. Number one, you know, connect with people, with safe people, like a small group or a safe person. Everybody's not safe with your information, even in the church house. You know what I'm talking about? Some, sometime you'll be in the spirit faster there than anywhere else. Um, you know, a lady was telling, uh, talking to me yesterday about how she had, you know, confided in a young lady in a church and it hurt her because she thought that person was safe. And that woman went and told all her business. So she had to practice forgiveness. That doesn't mean she had to, when she forgave this woman, that she had to ever tell her anything or be cool with her. 
she was nice and cordial like hey how you doing and kept it moving never shared anything else with that person uh so number one i think it's very important that you connect with a safe person or a small group because what it does is it holds you accountable for being intentional about your health uh emotional health number two learn how to deal with stress i think a lot of times we we act like kids almost when we get stressed out and we don't have the patience within ourselves that things don't change right away we got to show ourselves some grace so we have to learn how to deal with stress show ourselves some grace yes we're going to make mistakes but be okay be okay with making that mistake no excuse me know that just in life we're going to make mistakes but just be okay that like if, if if you really want something done and it's not done right away, you know, it's okay. Be okay to know that it's going to take, you know, getting to that that healthy place emotionally. It, it's a process. So be okay with the process is all I'm saying. Number three, take care of your body. You know, um, when people get into that state, like emotionally, a lot of times we just kind of let things go. We eat the wrong things. We watch the wrong stuff. Because even when you watch things and you hear things, you are it's affecting your body in some way, form or fashion. It's not always just eating. So when you exercise, it helps, you know, build that energy up. It helps you be a little bit more conscious of your body. You're starting to look good and feel good. It deals with your confidence. It's all emotional. So take care of your body, people, for real. Um, number four, spend quality time with yourself. Sometimes you overexert yourself to the point that you have no, um, you, you, you overexert yourself to the point you're just lending your, all your energy out to everybody else and you leave none for yourself. Sometimes it's okay to say, you know what? I'm going to go take me a walk around the park. I'm going to go treat myself to the movies. I'm going to go have this latte. I'm enjoying life. It's okay to spend some quality time with yourself. How else will you get to know yourself? How else will you get to get to the the core of why you don't like being around people? You know, that, that kind of stuff stem from your childhood or stem from broken relationships, right? But how would you know that if you don't start getting, you know, spending that time with yourself and really start being transparent with yourself? Most people don't like to look at themselves in a mirror because they don't want to critique the person that's looking back at them. You know, they feel judged. They feel they have that critical. Everything is negative. Now, look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? These are the things I am going to work on, not to condemn yourself, but I am going to work on these things. Okay. Number five, get help if you need it. It's okay. Listen, find, find a, um, if it's not a support group or a person, it's okay to get counseling. Find that neutral person that you can truly, if you got to pay, because then that's when you're going to really go to get it done because it's coming out of your pocket. <laughs> um, you know, some real talk, get a counselor if you need it, get it, find that safe person that you can, even if you got to pay and um, get, go ahead and get you some help. And number uh, six. Okay. To me, I just think like this rest in knowing that some things are not going to change. You know, there's some things about like, for example, I was thinking about some of the people we were talking about this, I think, in class. And uh, uh, a lady was saying how she's uh, she's doing something that is helping 
her family, right? But her family be acting a, a plum fool. <laughs> they like to act their hood. And um, so with, with, with that being said, you know, it's bothersome to her. And I was like, well, you just got to distance yourself. You don't have to always go around them. You can't change them. There's some things in your life that you just can't change. And you got to be okay with it. But don't let it stop and hinder you from from growing. You know, don't don't make today the day that you show yourself some grace. Make today the day that you say, you know what? Some of the things that happened to me was not my fault. And even if it is, I'm going to forgive myself. Some of that stuff that happened to you way back when, man, that wasn't your fault. Quit taking blame for that. Well, I shouldn't have wore that outfit. Nah, that person shouldn't have put their hands on you. Facts. On some real talk. That person shouldn't have never even thought to touch you. Oh, I shouldn't have did this. I shouldn't have did. Yeah, some of that stuff. Yeah, we got some shoulda, coulda, woulda's. Okay. But on some real talk, you still didn't deserve that kind of stuff. None of us did. And until we deal with our emotional health, what goes in comes out garbage in garbage out so if we sitting around with all this emotional stress all this discourse all this dysfunction that stuff comes out in our actions our speech um our thought process and trust me what you think is what you 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 emulate like what you see what you hear what goes in i promise it comes out i promise it come out so we have to get to a place where we we're okay with nurturing our emotional health. You know, this this was heavy on me today because all for a whole week I've been just talking to random people, whether it was on a movie shoot, it was at a friend's house, it was at church. I mean, with some real talk, if our emotional stability is shaky, everything else we do is shaky. Our money, our, our, our way of finances, our way of communicating, our way of relationship, all that stuff um, gets attacked when we don't deal with our emotions properly. So check this out. I appreciate y'all. Y'all want to reach your boy. You can hit me on uh, at Kendrick Steele, um, like standing still on Facebook, Twitter um, and for Instagram. It's Creative Ambition. C-R-E-A-T-V-A-M-B-I-T-I-O-N, Creative Ambition. And uh, you can hit me on Instagram, inbox me, let me know what you think. Today I was talking a lot slower, a lot more, excuse me, a lot more relaxed. But I appreciate y'all more than you know. And I really hope this helps somebody. Um, This wasn't about, you know, having my notes down. I'm just kind of free-flowing talking to y'all, man, because... Some of us is really dealing with some stuff and don't know how to address it. And uh, when we do address it properly, we can heal so that when we go into the relationships the new relationships in life, whatever those relationships are, we're not going expecting the world to complete us. We're going into the world completed, if that makes any sense. Instead of waiting like some people, they feel like if they get the right person in their life, they'll be whole. Instead of doing the necessary work before they get that person. So how I look at it is two halves don't make a whole. Right. I think one whole person mentally, physically, spiritually, the whole get down. And I'm not saying that can't happen. You can't grow together. Of course, you can always grow together. 
but that person is whole too emotionally physically physically the whole get out right um but we have to learn how to work on ourselves and if you're already in a relationship work on yourself daily it's necessary for those around you to be better you have to be better first so it's your boy creative ambition love y'all uh talk to y'all soon peace oh i'm sorry real quick (laughs) i'm back no um you can also uh look up my youtube channel uh creative ambition c-r-e-a-t-v-a-m-b-i-t-i-o-n i just start um i just started that channel so i can put some 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 videos up and i'll keep doing it um and hopefully sharing and subscribing and all the other great stuff talk to y'all soon peace